interesting cosmic drama about relationships with men who own guns. I just don't know what to say about that. Okay, so um, I guess, uh, hello and welcome everybody, uh, podcast listeners out there. This is Dance Robot Dance, and uh, we are your hosts. I'm Stu, and we've got... Sound off, guys. I just Ten. don't. Hey! <laughs> Other I'm two. Mark. Who? What? Someone's breaking up on my end. Say your name, Eric. I think it's you. Just Batman. <laughs> and I'm Eric. Apparently, we have Batman. <laughs> okay, so that that was fun. These we are your hosts, uh, and as I said, this is Dance Robot Dance. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, Ghostbusters. I guess pri- primarily more about the uh, the old one, since uh, we've sort of already done one about the new one, right? Or does anyone want to talk more about the new one? Well, now we've seen the new one, so that's kind of. I think that was the. Uh... That, that was the... Okay, how many of us have seen the new one so far? Everyone by you, Stu. Okay. <laughs> All right. The host, so you get, to play ho- you get to play host and ask us questions about the new yeah. one. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I, I can do that. I can do that. Um, so, uh, originally I was sort of planning on taking this in a bit more analytical approach, but I got I got voted down. So, we're not doing that. Um, so, I guess we we'll, we'll start... Hmm? No, never mind. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I guess we're going to start, we should probably start just with uh, di- basic question. Did you guys enjoy the film? I think the it's two one? against one. Yeah, the new one. Yeah? I think, I, uh, I, I thought I was it was indifferent. A, I thought it was a, I thought it was a fun popcorn movie. It wasn't deep or anything, but it was fun. Yeah. Was um, it just... Yes. Sorry, sorry, Stu, you were saying something? <laughs> I, I thought Tim was going to jump in there. Um, but, okay, I was just going to ask, like, um, was it just basically ripping off the sort of 80s nostalgia, or were they bringing any, did they try to bring anything new to it? I mean, obviously they it, brought It wasn't the same cast, story. But... It wasn't the same story as the first one, but they they hit the same beats. I don't know, like... It definitely had a lot of the same tone. Yeah, it definitely had a lot of the same tone, um, and all of the sort of key original cast members, with maybe the exception of Rick Moranis, had cameos, but not as their original Ghostbusters <coughs> characters. But, I mean, I would say it stands on its own to a large extent, uh, and definitely did have some things that, that set it considerably apart from the original. Okay. The originals. I've, I, I've, I have seen that there was a uh, some cameos. I just wanted to know was Sigourney Weaver one of the cameos or in the post credit scene? Yes. Was she okay? Okay, that's yeah. Cool. Yeah. I was, I was hoping they'd bring her back. Yeah, the only reason form. Rick Moranis isn't coming back is because he's retired from acting. Yeah. 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 Um, it's Sigourney. I mean, I don't think there's any pretense that we're going to spoil stuff here. So Sigourney Weaver's character Stu uh, played. Um, was it uh, Kate McKinnon's Holtzman's um, mentor. mother or mentor? Yeah, mentor. Yeah, basically, like yeah, Kate McKinnon's uh, sort of crazy scientist mentor woman. Okay, all right. Um, so, uh, j- just so everyone knows, uh, there probably will be spoilers in this podcast, and there since are definitely going to be spoilers. Yeah, and since uh, since I haven't uh, seen this film, I, I have to say I don't mind having them spoiled. Um, so feel free to spoil. That's good because it's going to happen anyway. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, okay, and uh, 
one of the things, like, I did a watch last night of the, the original Ghostbusters, and I was kind of, I, I did notice how it was sort of a, a product of its time in, in many ways. There were uh, just sort of the, America was coming out of a bit of a lull, and there was a sort of a can-do attitude about in the air at the time, which eventually broke down with Reaganomics. But, you know, for a little while, things were looking good, and that sort of reflected the sort of um, the arc in the film. Um, yeah, but, these, you know, like, the U.S. has always had that can-do attitude. I think um, it sort of comes well, it, in waves, right? Um, it, it, it does, but this was a like this was a, just a, another wave. They just come out of the Vietnam War, which had mm-hmm. taken... A lot of times. So they were in a... America was looking at a pretty broken area. I'm not going to go too deep into that. Um, but I wanted to know if, uh, if if the new one sort of plays on any parallels in it to uh, the modern day sort of world. Like, is it more upbeat? Um, it's, it's basically like... Have, we've all seen like Paul Fagg movies, right? Like... Um, Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. And all it's the yep. same type yeah. of humor, right? It is the modern. It is a modern take on Ghostbusters, although the old gut, but God, fuck, um, the old Ghostbusters <laughs> wasn't like too out of date. It has, it's not even out of date, really. You could still take that and put it in now, and I still think it would be fine. Um, but like, yeah, this one is Sorry, this one ahead. is. Th- I feel like this one had this weird tone of. Th- they were talking about the government a lot. Like, you know how they had that yeah. whole, the government had to deny that they were doing anything, but secretly they were funding them? That was the end goal, at least at the end of the movie. They had that weird the thread that wasn't in... being funded? By the end I... of the movie, they were. Yeah. Like, the okay. city of New York okay. were thankful that they were um, helping out, but they had to debunk them just because okay. they didn't want it to be big or something like that. Like if we look Basically, at Ghostbusters, they, they didn't. They one. didn't want people to go into a panic. Yeah, which I, which so, is kind of what happens in the original, but it's it's not as much of a sort of subplot as it was in the the new one. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. so maybe sort of overtones of the uh, Snowden NSA scandal, and like the government doesn't want to be seen as getting yeah, too, it, too it, heavily it, involved. It does have yeah, that touch, so. but like they also, I don't know. Do you guys remember the the what were they called? The the Sony email leaks. Yeah. Yes. They they were talking about this the whole government um, production emails and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul yeah. Feig was talking about how um, he wanted um, the the bad guy. What was his name? Ronan. Rowan. Uh, he, he was he was yeah. unfor- he was forgettable as a villain, honestly. <laughs> um, but um, he wanted to make get revenge on everyone, like Wall Street or like the U.S. and Part of that was making the army look ridiculous, and that's why they had that little dance number, which they ended up cutting from the movie. But they still had them do that pose, right? They still had that. Well, whole... then they and then they played it through the credits. Yeah, they played it through the credits. I wish I knew yeah. what song they were dancing to, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I think there was definitely those tones. I mean, the other major tone, which has kind of the ele- been the elephant in the room from even when this movie was announced, is sort of the feminist tones of it. And it was very much, uh, you could feel the sort of Gamergate influences and stuff like that in it. And the mm-hmm. they, they made plenty of sort of, you know, not subtle references about uh, the outrage that was... Um, that was felt on the internet as soon as they said, Hey, we're going to have all female <laughs> ghostbusters movie. And basically the, the, 
the villain, whatever the hell the dude's name was, um, was was essentially a vehicle for them to attack the, all of those trolls. Like basically, the guy is an internet troll that just doesn't deal with, you know, being a having been bullied as a child well and decides that he wants to burn the whole fucking world down uh, as a result. And I felt that that was a pretty good takedown on the sort of uh, Meninist movement and the, you know, sort of all these guys that proclaim that uh, there's no such thing as real gamer girls and all that horseshit. Girls don't game. What are you talking about? I like that they kind of did that. (laughs) Um, it It was weird. I thought, I don't know, Mark, maybe you can back me up on this. The whole YouTube comment part seemed out of place. Like it just sort of, it it, it felt out of place for me. It broke the fourth it, wall a little bit. Yeah, I don't I don't hear Mark. Mark? No, right. Mark, I don't hear you either. Listeners who are listening, uh, sorry about that, this. Uh, we're we're sort of doing everything over uh, the internet at the moment. If you, if you couldn't tell already, um, so. Oh yeah, his uh, microphone it's... has stopped for a while. Oh. Edit, edit in the point. recording. Beep. I'm not editing this. I'm not showing. I'm not showing that we're uh, that we're picking up Stu either on the uh, ZenCaster. Yeah, I, I see right his now. lines, but he's just like he's he's talking ever so often. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now his lines this, are moving. This is the magic of the internet. Oh wait, <laughs> I, I don't even see Mark in this whole thing. Oh, he just came back. back. Mark's in here. How do I kick him again? <laughs> <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. High five! Hello? I high five. Thanks, 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 Tim. I don't even know how to do You're that. Welcome. I can't. I can't do that on this. <laughs> oh yeah. Before while while we're waiting for Mark to come back, uh, the reason Christy's not here is because she's in uh, the Hamilton Fringe Festival, and um, she's in a, in a production called The Understudies, I believe. That's her um, improv group name. Or that's her group. Okay. Yeah. So if you guys want to see her. She's in the Hamilton Fringe until Sunday, this Sunday, which is the 24th. Be the 24th, yeah. Of July 2016. Um, or um, if you do miss her, um, she's going to have a monthly show at the Staircase Theater in Hamilton uh, starting next month. And I'm sure you could just, yeah. Um, apparently they're funny. I don't know. I haven't seen them. I don't go to Hamilton that often or at all. <laughs> um, but uh, I was actually I was back there a few days ago. Why? Filming? Uh, it was no, uh, it's, um, sort of a business uh, sort of connection hookup, just meeting people. Um, it, what was it? Was it a Tinder thing? No, no, it wasn't. It was not. But it uh, the city has really cleaned up. I was amazed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so every- yeah it, it is the safe haven for hipsters now. Um, safe, haven, <laughs> safe haven with uh, air quotes because it's still Hamilton. Um, Port- Portland North, I guess? Uh, like Boston, Portland- not south, but close to the south. <laughs> okay, okay. Mark, you still uh, there? Have got- I, I see your little squiggly lines. I can't hear them. Anyone no, else? Not Vic and I. No. Oh, he oh, booted he's... himself from, from Hangouts. From the Google Hangout. You know what would be funny is if he's still talking in the recording. Because I'm not editing any any of this. I think he but, is because um, I can still see his lines on the yeah, recording. Yeah, I could, see, I could do, still that, see that too. But none of us um, can hear you on Google. Oh, wait. I can hear Mark. Mark? 
There we go. Got Jay Marcus back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what happened. It just all of a sudden went away. So right. since you've been very quiet, about? Mark, Rowan, right? uh, yeah, what, do you, what do you have to say about the new movie in terms of thematic elements? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, the, um, that was actually a, a note that Paul Feig had. He said he wanted the, the business to start up at the end of the movie instead of in the middle, which I think was, you know, whatever, that weird. Um, he, he's, he's talking about this being a p- parallel universe to the original film, so maybe Dan Aykroyd's character is the same. Because, you know, when he had his cameo, he sort of had that whole, yeah, I'm not afraid of ghosts. It sort yeah. of felt like he knew something, but not really. Um. So they're playing it off as maybe he they're the same person. But, I actually um, like that idea. I would be down for that. Yeah, yeah how much a crossover universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and considering how much they talk about the other elements of uh, sort of paranormal and um, different sort of quantum theories in the beginning of the film before they really get into the ghost busting, I'm talking about it in the original, that kind of makes sense. Because, I mean, when it starts off, Venkman's... Just, uh, trying to you know study uh try, trying to find uh, um esp yeah. yeah he's looking he's looking for uh, you know the effects of negative reinforcement on esp and they're into all of that sort of stuff so the you know, the fact that they would go into another element of that other than just purely ghosts yeah. is that's kind of cool except they didn't really yeah they didn't really talk about the esp in the new ghostbusters right they sort of just talked about the ghost realm but they not really they didn't talk about the scientific parts behind it like they're um, all so- yeah not just knowing believing all yeah. of it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so they they didn't but, have. But do you think did, do you think that the origin in the when the original came out though those were probably terms that are actual scientific terms or are at least vaguely related scientific terms? But yeah, at the they, time, were. they were. Actually, they a were bunch really of them new. were. Yeah, I know, of... but but I'm saying at the time they would have been terms that might have been just as foreign as some of the terminology in the new movie because I know that there is some you know physics jargon in there that's actually based in some yeah, yeah. kind of reality. Yeah, but th- at the time, um, that sort of stuff was also pretty heavily in the news. I mean, the CIA uh, was doing a lot of stuff like that was, that was sort of, um, I mean, may- maybe not front page news, but it was, it was pretty well known. And the other thing that they had was they had um, Venkman and t- also to another degree, uh, Winston sort of s- there as uh, uh, the, the sort of characters who don't understand. This kind of said, just, just speak to me plain, man. Yeah, they said, you know, uh, as, as there's the, the there's the whole Twinkie analogy, um, <laughs> and the, 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 the point where uh, um, Ray kind of turns to Bankman and says, you never studied. Because, you know, Bankman has no fucking clue what he's talking about. It's just like, yeah. well, pretend I don't know what you're talking about and just give it to me straight. And um, I mean, Leslie Jones's character, Patty, basically filled that role in this movie as well. They maybe didn't play it up to the same extent, but it was still mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Yeah. 
it, it was it was it's weird like the the humor in this one was really in your face humor more than yeah yeah uh Mark, you're not showing up recording in the in Zencaster. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, it was, going on. <laughs> the new one was uh, definitely a little bit more slapstick. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, um, but I it wasn't really. I I noticed it. I don't know if it was slapstick per se. Well, um, I mean, like the some... stuff with like. The stuff with like uh, Abby getting tossed around the alley. Oh, you're talking about or... the new one. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought you meant the old one. I was like, I don't know. Okay, yeah, there's yeah, definitely the some slapstick is... in the old ones too, like falling yeah, down but... on slime and that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. But like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, well, I, th- I, th- sorry, I, th- sorry, I felt like me. the bit with the, the like um, in the first one with the sliming was just sort of it was funny because it was just sort of emphasizing how shitty this job is to begin with. Um, I mean, they're, they're like the original dirty job. Yeah, exactly. They were, they were like garbage men. They were the garbage it, the janitors of that era. That's sort of what they were. Yeah. And it, and I mean the, the the business when he gets slimed the business is only just like this is their first you know real time out in the field doing anything and it's just it's just emphasizing just how um, shitty a situation they are in economically I mean uh, Ray's just mortgaged his house they get a joke out of that but you know everybody has three mortgages on their home these days and just underlining and underpinning how crappy um, that period right. was to begin with yeah. Yeah, but like that's the type of humor like they didn't go for in this movie. Like it Well, the, yeah. the weirdest joke for me was during the concert when Ozzy Osbourne shows up. I was like that is such a weird fucking cameo and joke to just yeah. pop in there. Like that one it, was it came out forced. of nowhere. It it was super forced. <laughs> Well, I was waiting for it because he was on all the signs, and I was like, are they actually going to show him? Yeah. Yeah, and then they show him for, like, two seconds, and I'm like, oh, that was a waste. What band was that? I'm sure it was that fucking was just, like, too. he was begging to be in it or something like that, and so they yeah. said, okay, you don't say no to Ozzy Osbourne. I have no idea. They're I, get, I think no so, clue. yeah. Uh, Mark, you're not recording at all right now, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when what Mark was talking about was I don't know. We'll we'll see how this goes. <laughs> so, yeah. Let's we'll see if this ends up being usable usable or not. Yeah. yeah. That's just out of curiosity, if, if they did have Ozzy, did it, was he at least playing Mr. Crowley? No, he, he, no, was, he was off stage. Damn it! Yeah. Gave gave like one five second comment, and that's it. Damn, because the Matt. Okay, am I recording? Am I recording now? Like, what the fuck's uh, going on? Looks yep. like uh, it. Yes. 
Um, okay. For the for the moment, yes. For the moment, Mr. Wow. For the moment. I'm not even seeing. I'm not even seeing the green bar anymore. So I don't know what's going on. Well, it's working over here. Yeah, I'm if your it. if your bar up top is wiggly, if I say it doesn't look like it's recording here, just, just tell me it's still wiggling. I just want to know if you're. Well, it's not wiggling. I I don't even ha- I don't even have that no, green that, bar. No, that goes away. I think. Once, you. you know what? Does it even? Oh, wait, never mind. Um, yeah, I don't think that. I think that green bar, at least for me, goes away when we're actually recording. Really? Okay. Yeah. Wait, it stays for me. Yes, oh, the wonders too. of different operating systems and the platforms. Yeah. yeah. I should just go grab my fucking MacBook, but the, um, I'm so lazy. So this is sort of what the technology sounded like in the new Ghostbusters. Just bullshit. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> I, the, the thing that weirded me out was, like, the first one was all about containing ghosts and, like, studying them, right? Like, that's why they put them in the containment yeah. unit. Yeah. They didn't really have... They, like, well, they didn't have a containment unit in the new one. So, and they so were... Like Pokemon? They were downright, the like, end. destroying ghosts at the Ooh. ending. Yeah. Really? Like, just, just tearing apart. They were doing weird stuff with the proton packs, too. Like, whipping the ghosts around and stuff. I thought I was that was like, neat, What is going on? Like, but I thought it was hell? weird that... They kept on shooting near each other's heads. And I was like, you you <laughs> just got that, man. <laughs> How you're not blowing off each other's heads right yeah. now is... Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. The, they didn't... They didn't really play up the uh, the destructive force of the packs either. Like in the first movie, they really make a point. Like those things are fucking yeah, like, dangerous. Like, just, like, or not even just don't cross the streams, but you know, hey Ray, t- or what do you say, Venkman, hey, turn down your stream so you don't melt my face off. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Melt my face off. Yeah, but, like, but like they they trash that yeah. room and like half the fucking hotel's on fire by the time yeah. they're done. And they're like I, shooting I, the wands off, and it's little like side that's little, one thing. Sideline tent. Sorry, go. Little sideline tangent just about that the scene in the hotel. I realized it while I was watching it last night, and I'm not sure if it's an homage to The Shining or not, but up in like the top right corner as they're walking down the hallway, sort of saying, uh, like just sort of giving exposition about what's going on with the ghost, um, there's a little sign up in the top right corner that says the gold room. And the gold room in The Shining is where all the mess. Yeah, that's the, the room, room. Like, The ballroom where he's like talking with the waiter and everyone's dancing around. And later on, um, at the end of the film, when they're walking up to Dana's like destroyed apartment, there's a tiny little tricycle over in the one corner that looks like suspiciously oh, yeah, 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 like Danny's. That that was one of the biggest issues. Like most, re- I'm gonna I'm gonna base this on like fucking RoboCop or Total Recall. They sort of make it their own. Like that reboot, even though they're fucking horrible, they they sort of made it their own. Um, yeah. But this Ghostbusters kept on putting things in from the the old movie, and it sort of made me want to. It sort of made me feel like that the the old Ghostbusters were gonna show up. I don't know if you guys had that uh, feeling. Like they kept on cheesing. pulling things in, and I was like, yeah. "That's really weird." Like even the building at the end was the same building that uh, Dana lived in, right? Yeah, yeah it was just, frustrating. It, it it was weird, like and like they kept on. They talked about the the firehouse and like, oh, that's too expensive. That's funny, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they kept on doing little things like that, and I kept on thinking, are they gonna actually pull in the ghosts, the old <coughs> Ghostbusters in? Well, like, uh, Force Awakens did the same thing, right? Like there were yeah. so many just unabashed nods to the original to New Hope, and that yeah, that's movie. my biggest yeah. issue with Episode Seven. But at least yeah, that's in the same universe, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, but that's incontinuity, right? It's not supposed to be like a giant reboot. That's like um, uh, Star Trek 09 was like that in a lot of ways, too, where it was like little nods to things that had happened, but like 
shouldn't have happened yeah. in that well, time. Yeah, line. but I think I think the reason they I did that is because they gonna... pulled everything forward. What was it? Thirty years? Twenty years? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. twenty, I guess. Mm. Well, I don't know. It's hard to say. Depend depends on how old you want everybody to be. Like Kirk, they, oh, if was, the Enterprise yeah. launched, and this is where I get really nerdy. By the time like Kirk takes over Enterprise, it's it's fifth five year mission because it's like fifteen years under Robert April, five years under yeah. uh, Captain Pike, and then he, Kirk takes. But this it was it was newly the, minted like, in two thousand in the Kelvin timeline. Yeah, so it's tw- like twenty ish years early for Kirk to be taking command. Sort of. Which, doesn't I don't know. He, he's pretty young. Super sense because he should be both right? thirteen, I think. In uh, in yeah, what, in 09, he was twenty something, and well, he should be like eighteen or nineteen, probably in theory. Like, if, well, I guess four years at Starfleet Academy would put you twenty two. Yeah. yeah, maybe he took a uh, uh, maybe just took a took a year off but, to go touring in in uh, in Vulcan. Yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah, but that time, but that time, that timeline's uh, that's going to be a, that's a, that's a mess for another <laughs> another conversation, I think. Because Kirk's gap, yeah, yeah. If we go back to the yeah. proton packs, I was just thinking about this right now. Um, sure, I think the did you like the design? No, um, I like that it like I, the industrial. I thought I felt like the I like the pulsing in the back. I thought like that was really cool. I wasn't super like happy. when they were walking into Times Square at the end. I like the effect of yeah. their packs glowing. Yeah. Because it sort of felt, it felt like they're... Yeah, the lights were good. I definitely kind of got, like, a a, a a little chill on that, like, you know, sort of badass walk kind of thing. Uh, towards the end of the movie, where they're all like, you know, just let's kick some ass kind of thing. I, I didn't like yeah. the ending. Oh, I'm going back to the Proton Packs, but I think the yeah. reason why um, I think it worked in the 80s, like the, the melting face and the mm. power of the streams, is that... Um, wasn't that... The, that, that was a, there was a lot of talk about nuclear power back then. Yes, um, like yeah. that's also why yeah. they they propped it into the Simpsons and stuff like that. So it was already on people's minds, and I, I don't know why to like now they they wouldn't even mention it. We do still talk. They never actually mentioned that the nuclear, packs are no. nuclear. They, yeah. In the no. new one, well, yeah, in the new they, one. They, okay, yeah, in the new one they don't they don't they say that the, there's something on the car that's nuclear, but they never mention that the packs are nuclear. Whereas in like. In the '84 movie, they explicitly yeah, say they're unlicensed as, nuclear. Yeah, as they're in the like, elevator and they turn it on and they sort of step to the side away from Ray. Yeah, mm-hmm. step to yeah. the and side. Was, and I feel like that's definitely like a sort of uh, Cold War consciousness sort of idea, right? Where exactly, they were still yeah. coming down from this like you know threat of nuclear annihilation, and people were still yeah, yeah. for sure pretty wary about uh, about you know nuclear technologies. But now. For the most but, part, people are kind of okay with it, with the exception of you know like Fukushima and stuff like that. And so I, I think maybe that you know that they didn't feel the need to play it up as much. Although there was the comment where she's kissing the trap and that her lips feel tingly and that it's probably the radiation. Yeah. Probably the radiation. I, I really yeah. like Kate McKinnon. I thought she was really funny in there. Oh yeah. Oh. I thought she was the funniest. Like given, I thought the script was pretty weak. Like given, you could. I really could kind of tell more when they were ad-libbing, they were more comfortable and doing stuff. Like, they were funnier at that point. And when they were reading the script and trying to do the gags in the script, it felt yeah. way more forced. Except for her, who always felt like she Kate was... Kate McKinnon's amazing. I don't even know it. Yeah, Kate McKinnon's amazing, so I'm not really sure if she was even really paying attention to what was going on in the script, as opposed to just I thought, riffing um, at all times. I thought Leslie Jones was really good, too. Like, 
yeah, I think I'd love to see a gag reel, like an outtake reel of that movie. I think it'll be amazing if they put the, something like yeah, that. Yeah, the, the two that felt natural sure were, um, yeah, no, no problem. The, <laughs> no, for sure. The the two that felt natural for me were Leslie Jones and Kate McKinnon. They're the ones that felt like. Yeah, the other two felt really like forced. Like anytime Melissa McCarthy had to do any kind of techno babble, she looked not super sure about what she was talking uh. about. Which I think, like, when you watch the original, you could tell they gave most of that shit mm-hmm. to Aykroyd and yeah. Yeah. Ramis, and it, who were really comfortable it was really, doing that yeah, stuff. Yeah, sorry, you're and right. Let, oh. And they let Bill Murray just kind of, like, blank, blank stare, it, right? Sort of, Which, yeah. And it, yeah, yeah, blank stare, or just, like, confused, like, what the fuck? It, it was really, right it was now, really weird works. having the straight man as the lead. Like, Kristen Wiig, I, I don't know, it was the first time I felt weird by her. Like she did, she she was fine, but I don't. Well, I mean, her, her, yeah. but she always plays kind of the straight I mean, man. Oh. was kind of the straight man, and but he was more sarcastic was, throughout the whole thing, right? Yeah, he I think, was. I think he, I think Win, Winston was more on. the straight man, right? Winston was way more straight than him. Winston's more of the yeah, audience but, vehicle in that movie, yeah. but he doesn't come in until fucking like two thirds. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. come yeah, until halfway through the movie. We can blame Eddie Murphy for that, but then you understand the plot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, but I can't. Well, I don't know if I'd blame Eddie Murphy for that. I'd blame whoever it was that kind of said, "Okay, if Eddie Murphy comes into the, onto this project, we'll give the character a lot more to do." But if Eddie Murphy oh, no, doesn't, <laughs> we're not. I mean, that, that's kind of like what, it, it was more like what they a wrote it for him, thing right? To do. <laughs> they wrote yeah, it for yeah. him, and then when he dropped out because John Belushi had died, um, he they they actually rewrote the script to put Winston <laughs> further back. I don't know if that's better or yeah. worse. But that's still, yeah, it's sort of shitty how that happened. Yeah, I was reading It's hard for me to imagine it any other way because I, you know, that movie is so ingrained in me kind of thing. Yeah, but. yeah. yeah, for sure. I can't even think, I can't even picture him being there, From like, the start. any yeah. earlier than he is because that's when it makes sense in the story for him to show but up. But I don't know if that's just because, so, like, you know, we but that's just so that's the story that you know. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd yeah, love to sure. know that's how true. he and came like, in earlier. Like, I, um, like, yeah, was he one of the uh, professors? Or? Cool. I'm sure it is somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen any kind of script book or any notes like that. Like, I've never seen a book about like the making of the movie. Would be I would of all of us, I'd probably be the one <laughs> yep. who read it like 14 <laughs> times by now. Well, I was reading some stuff last night. There was some uh, just like interesting things on IMDb about you know what was like what had to change, what uh, where the ideas came from. Um, apparently. Uh, Ackroyd sort of, I mean, he he grew up around the whole paranormal sort of thing. Apparently, like his grandfather, in I think it was like somewhere around London, Ontario, uh, used to hold seances in their barn, and just so so it was just this huge thing in his family life that I thought was kind of funny. Um, but it's, it sort of explains how you know why he was so interested in that um, that element, um, and what you know why he ultimately decided to make a movie about it. And maybe why it also sounded way more um, natural for him to say those things. Yes. Yeah, coming yeah. from him, yeah. convincing. No, that's oh. very true. Until you see him on like one of those, like on a talk show afterwards, where he's like completely lost his shit <laughs> at this point about it. Like that's like, he, like I loved it, Ackroyd, but he's uh, he's, he's off his he's fucking nut when it comes now, to the, but, uh, the ghost stuff. You know. Yeah. So while we're on the topic, <laughs> while we're on the topic of Ackroyd. Uh, how about one of you guys give me a rundown of the, uh, was it 2014 or 2013 or whatever game? Because that was largely I never based played it. on the 
w- was it not largely based on oh. the script for the unmade Ghostbusters three? Yeah, that, the propo- It was. It was technically it was the ba- proposed was, third was script like for Earth, the third. Right? Yeah. Uh it it had to do a lot with um like I'm trying to remember the plot. It's been a while since I played. I played it a couple times. I, pl- I played um, one run through, and it took me it, like just you know a couple hours. It was pretty quick to get through. Mm-hmm. Um, did you play the Did you play the like PC like Xbox 360 version or did you play the Wii version? I, I think I played the different... Xbox version. Okay. Uh, the plot's pretty much they start digging up and bringing a bunch of uh, artifacts from Sumeria to New York for a mm-hmm. Gozer exhibition, and it starts to awaken some of the like latent PKE in the area because of that. And Evil Shandor's spirit comes back to open up the gate to bring Gozer back, and like, but do it properly this time. And you're pretty much tasked with going in and figuring out why that's happening and all that kind of stuff. It's I'd have to play it again. I actually was going to. I just reinstalled it on my PC, but I haven't had a chance to start playing through it again. It's uh, pro. It probably would have been a pretty good movie if they'd made it. They obviously adapt a lot of stuff out for like making a video game and expanding it into like what is it like an eight to ten hour mm-hmm. playthrough. Um, but that also there is no Sigourney yeah. Weaver. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember is it's Alyssa Milano. It's a completely different I do, character. I do vaguely so. remember something about the mayor being um, sort of the the, the, the main possessed yeah, by Shandor. Possessed, and apparently yeah, he, had, apparently he has point. been since you know the beginning of the first film. I don't think it's that far back. I think it's sometime in between. I don't remember exactly when they say it is. I think it's when he ran because he runs. It's a different mayor. It's not the same. Two years guy. after, it's actually played two. by Bill Murray's. Okay, I thought it was. The, I thought it was the mayor from the. Yeah, it's it's set after Ghostbusters too. But no, it, he's the the voice actor is um oh god Brian Murray Bill Murray's brother, who's in all of his <laughs> movies. He plays the shrink in Ghostbusters too. Oh, that's all okay. I remember. Um. He plays he plays the mayor in the game, and he's possessed because he runs on a pro Ghostbusters platform, and it's part of the plan to like activate a lot of ghosts in the area is to have the Ghostbusters all around all the time, actively hunting ghosts and like doing stuff, and that's what brings something. I'm probably totally telling this wrong because I that's can't okay. remember having. I have, the plot's not super important. It's a super fun part of the game is just like using a proton pack mm, and yeah. blasting shit. Yeah. Um, on awesome. a side note, uh, Sigourney Weaver's character of Dana would have been in the game if she had um, agreed to be in the game. Uh, she turned it down as soon as as soon as Terminal Reality had um, offered her the part, and then she only found out halfway through production that Bill Murray had signed on, and then she and then she was oh, like, uh, "Okay, I can join now." And then they're like, we don't have anything for you. Too late, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, we're literally halfway through wow. building like a $50 million dollar video game. So. I, did, yeah, I didn't realize it was <laughs> I didn't realize it was that short. If it's that short, I, uh, I might actually tr- try and find the time to give it a play. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty simple playthrough. Um, I had a lot. I've I every time I, I've enjoyed. I played through it probably three times now, and it, I've enjoyed it every yeah, time. Yeah, it, it got a lot so. of good reviews. Good to from know. what I recall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the reviews were the reviews were pretty like across, like eights across the board, mm-hmm. eights and nines across yeah. the board. The voice acting. Yeah, the only thing is, you can tell Bernard didn't give a shit about the voice acting. Like he sounds really fucking bored <laughs> when he's delivering lines. 
I mean, um, let's let's be like fair. It sounds he like felt, he's delivering he, the. He int- looked pretty bored in in the the new movie too. In Ghostbusters, yeah, twenty sixteen, yeah. the new movie. Yeah, I was surprised. I, the only thing, I, the whole time I was watching him do his thing, I was I, all I could think of was going back to those emails where they were like, "We'll just yeah. shoot the shit out yeah. of him if yeah. he doesn't show up." <laughs> and I was like, "Christ, you could tell he did not want to yeah. do that at fucking yeah. all." So, which is too bad because. Bill Murray's a national treasure and should be treated better than oh, that. Man. I totally <laughs> forgot about his part in the movie too. That was, it was, oh, it was so fucking bad. terrible. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't the best cameo for sure. Yeah. Can, so, uh, can we talk about can we, the the ghost balloons at the end of the movie? Why were there ghost balloons? So, can we talk about the special <laughs> effects? Period, because they were really fucking abysmally I bad. I don't think they're. I didn't. I think they're that. I didn't think they were horrible. They had a weird sheen to them that I didn't like. Everything looked like CG. I did not like how like it was too shiny. I didn't get it. I didn't understand why everything had I didn't to mind radiate it. light. Like, I didn't mind it like because when that first ghost came out of the cellar, I thought it it was neat having the blue light come out and then her coming into that blue light. I thought that looked neat. Um, yeah, it was, was a good ang- review. I wasn't angry at the the effects. I thought it was a decent update. Plus, I was in D box seats, so I was shaking the whole <laughs> fucking time, and oh. it was so much fun. I'd never done it before, Stu. Um, and that was the first movie, and I pulled it. I put it on full for the whole movie. <laughs> it was so much fun. It's that it was maybe weird. That's, maybe that's why I did. I did the. Uh, I think it would have showed up a lot earlier. It was. <laughs> I thought it was weird that uh, sometimes the the chairs moved with the camera instead of the action on the on the screen. That it that that was the only part that weirded me out. Ah. That's what gave me motion sickness when I watched X-Men Apocalypse, because they're, when they're going over the sand dunes at the beginning of the thing, it lilts back and forth very gently, and it made me <laughs> fucking nauseous. And I was the only person, so I'm the only person in that screening of that movie, when, we, when I watched it, who was sitting in a D-box seat. Nobody else had sat in it, so I'm sitting in this thing, and the guy behind me is like, is it doing anything? And I'm like, it's making me fucking sick. That's all it's doing. It's making me fucking sick. Because you so, end up putting right. it on the lowest? Um... <laughs> No, I left. I left it on high. If I'm paying however much yeah, I twenty five well bucks for, I'm like, get my yeah. fucking money's worth. I sort of want to see Star Trek, but like, like that. I was thinking about it actually. So, yeah. what did you want? To, did you have something else you wanted to say about the the ghost balloons? I thought that was fucking stupid. <laughs> Why so, were there what, giant what were these I, ghost balloons? I, I, I have a theory. <laughs> I have a theory on the balloons. Does it so does include bunnies? The, so the. The ghost. There was sort of you know that. a huge. There was sort of oh, a yeah. huge horde of ghosts at the end that included yeah. basically Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade balloons, and there yes. were also like pilgrim balloons and like uh, confederate. Sorry, uh, pilgrim ghosts and confederate ghosts. I'm wondering if that was like uh, sort of America out of control American patriotism commentary of some sort. Was the uh, my my th- okay my my question about the balloons was more like are they like was there a parade going on was it so that set at Thanksgiving because I never they never indicate that it's set at Thanksgiving or there's some like a parade going on they're just randomly fucking I, I mean I think it's just all of a ghosts of that area right you're in New York City maybe yeah, it know, was a concentrated area it's of Times Specters. Square yeah exactly it's yeah. it's it's yeah. specters of yeah. New York's past I think is basically I, what it came ghosts, I, I can, ghosts I, of American past coming back to haunt them yeah, I can see that I, but I, I don't understand why the that balloons were fucking a, ghosts yeah <laughs> but angry balloons like was there a massacre or something at that parade that caused the fucking ghosts they, to become balloons they were so angry I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get universe. it I was like yeah they were angry <laughs> he 
And then and then that's where they have to put the fucking mandatory Stay Puft like cameo, which I was it's just a, like, they just, just don't do it. Like, don't do it, guys. Yeah, it was a balloon. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, it, it yeah. crushed them. Just but fucking not let really. it go, guys. Let, let it go. go. <laughs> yeah, don't just fuck let, let that um, go, Eric. Can we talk about Chris Hemsworth? <laughs> he was hilarious. I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought Kim, Chris Hemsworth's character really went along with sort of the feminist tones of the whole thing in terms of like the fact that those his character nobody would have questioned if that was a female character doing that all that ditzy shit. But because mm-hmm. it's a male character, now people are like, "Wait a minute, that's a little over the top." And I think that did a really good job of drawing <laughs> attention to the fact that yes, there is this fucking double standard here in that in that yeah, respect. Yeah, I, I agree. But in the first. In their '84 Ghostbusters, um, Janine wasn't like that. She wasn't ditzy. No, she wasn't. Janine was an amazing no, character. Wasn't. I love Janine. But they, but they don't have to play. Yeah. But but it, but if you're going to say you know, you have problems with it, you know hitting the same beats, and then mm-hmm. say that because they've changed something, you're right, you don't like that. I mean, yeah, that's true. Sure, sure, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, um, I'm just I saying. Both ways. And I, w- I was thinking um, last night about uh, so there's the scene that I've seen in the trailer where they're at the concert and you know someone's taking a selfie. There was there weren't really any sort of um, comments on uh, '80s pop culture in the original movie like that. Except uh, the one thing I could point to was maybe that uh, woman at Lewis's party who's like, "Lewis, I'm going home." Oh no! Come on, stay and dance. Maybe if we dance, other people will join us. Okay. And then, you know, th- th- that was like the one point where it's like, okay, they're, ma- they're sort of making a comment on the ditzy, yuppie um, sort of thing. Except um, um, except that whole sequence. Mrs. Casey That whole Casey sequence Casey was, um, was, um, was ad-libbed. That whole shot. Yeah. So that, yeah, that, whole, whole, yeah, that whole thing was Rick It, was, it wasn't meant thing. to be a commentary if it was one. Um, well, uh, the fact okay, that they left the it dog. in, that works. Yeah. Um, but no, I was, I was just sort of... Um, Watching the trailer, I kind of thought you know they're making jokes that just didn't the sort sort of jokes that didn't come out in the first film. I wonder how that will will go over. Um, mm. Well, there was there was um, oh, I've I've read way too many reviews of this thing, but somebody was saying, and I totally agree. Um, the movie doesn't work if you take the 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 comedy out of the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. It works as a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like, if you took the comedy out of the new Ghostbusters, I don't think it would work as a horror movie. Yeah. Like, it's not scary, you know what I mean? I mean, maybe, like, it, when you're a kid, some of the scenes in the original Ghostbusters are, like, especially because you're not yeah. getting the jokes. Yeah, as a kid, like, I did, I... Most of the jokes are super adult, or fairly adult, anyway, to the point where you're, like, you probably need to be a little bit older to get most yeah, of the you, innuendo. Yeah, you... So you take the jokes out. The, the even if they, even if they're not doing jokes that are innuendo, they've got jokes in there about like you know you have to mortgage your house three times, um, which a kid is yeah. not going to get. But everyone else that that is yeah, funny. Kid's not gonna it's get. very clean, but it's funny. Um, and yeah, I, I yeah. The, it when it finally dawned on me that Ghostbusters was a comedy. That was a bit of a, a um, bit of a revelation. It was like my mind was blown because um, as a kid yeah. I never saw it as a comedy. No, because the the scary bits are actually yeah. scary. Like, the like the, the gray lady scary at the beginning. Uh, God damn it, the possession stuff yeah. pretty scary. Like, yeah. well done. And then that scene where uh, Zool actually takes over Sigourney Weaver, or like takes over Dana's Where's body. Uh, 
with the couch. The hands? Yeah, that's oh, fucking God. terrifying. Yeah. Uh, with the hands, man. Yeah, that shit's scary. I would say a scary. lot of that is, is just the fact that we're fucking in our 30s now, for the most part. Stu, you're a baby. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> almost there. <laughs> but, but, but it's really hard know, for I was me watching to, that to stream say that's... that if I wasn't a kid that I wouldn't have found parts of that movie scary. I still find parts of that movie scary. <laughs> that's the yeah. No, yeah, like the original, original the original or the new oh, one? Oh, the new one? Uh, either. Either. Hmm. I mean, I, I will definitely say that there were parts of uh, the original Ghostbusters movies, both the first and the second. We haven't talked much about the second one. but I really Let's like not talk movie. about the second one. Let's not talk about I, the second I, one. I like the second one, but I, that's it was probably fine, also but... a lot of nostalgia. But, yeah. but... Yeah, it's, to- it's totally... Nos- I'm, the- I'm the same as you, Tim. I, I-, I know it's nostalgia, but, but I still fucking, fucking love that movie like anyway. that, uh, the Jackie Wilson song, I just, I love that shit. My love is lifting yeah. me higher. <laughs> the fucking toaster? Yeah. That I am. The toaster is the best fucking prop ever. That was the first movie where I was like, hey, there are little pegs coming out of the bottom of that toaster to make it dance. Yeah, like, why Why could I, why could I see the fucking thing that makes it dance? They didn't even try and hide it. Um, apparently, apparently, like, in the early releases of the, like, 84 one, um, they still hadn't done all like they all weren't the quite finished on the effects yet so they were yeah. saying like <laughs> you could still see the wires but nobody cared yeah uh, that's cool yeah um no. the for the new movie i thought the the ghost trapped in the mirrors i thought that was sort of creepy that's yeah. the only thing i would say that looked really creepy in this one um well, one of the they they did go for a couple jump scares and i i'm sort of against jump scares in general i think it's what, a cheap scare what were the jump scares yeah. i don't even remember them uh there were a couple where it was just like really loud like uh all at once like the sliming at the start uh yeah that did come out of nowhere well that, I that wonder... was just really loud see the problem was that was in the trailer yeah, I did so too, i, knew but it was I wasn't coming. expecting it to be that fucking loud so it still got a, a little uh, jump it shook the <laughs> shit out of me in that chair yeah so. i'm sure i'm sure it did. i bet well so one one of now the uh sort of one of the cultural things to like keep in mind um between this film and uh the original was before the original they didn't they hadn't really had any scary ghost movies it wasn't really part of the um uh, of the uh, american it wasn't an psyche at Exorcist? all like yeah, yeah well, any ghost movie was going to be something that was, you know, meant to scare the crap out of you. Yeah, With this fair. one, um, it's oh, that's like you're saying. You're saying they didn't. They weren't using ghosts as like a sci-fi, like everyday kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that, but yeah, we're like you would use. Yeah, in that respect, comedies. it's really hard to compare it as a genre film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. But, but like, um, you know, flash forward well, how many years? Thirty years since the original. Um, and, yeah, thirty-two years, and and it's, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's Fun being world. made, you know, being made by people who, you know, uh, when they think of you know ghost movies from their kids, they're thinking Ghostbusters. So they're not sort of pulling from the same, um, the same place that you know Aykroyd and uh, all those guys, because they were you know uh, Aykroyd and Murray and all them were pulling from films and ex- ghost stories that were actually terrifying to them as children. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think just in, in the general culture at large today, uh, I mean, you can, you can sort of say that the, the scary things that kids get exposed to have become less, like progressively less and less scary, um, just to make them more family friendly. Um, but on the flip and- side, the, the horror movies have gotten a lot more fucking gruesome, and so it's, it's really gruesome, gone but in the- both directions. 
maybe gruesome, but that that'll sort of add to the um, the jump scares that you were talking about. And, um, I mean, that that's what so many of the uh, films, or the horror films, have just sort of been they've been going more towards the the gruesome jump scares as opposed to the uh, psychological mind fucks um, that were coming out of the seventies. And I think there's both it, now. I yeah. mean, yeah, there are some the movies movie. that are just. It, yeah, there's, there's both sides of that coin. I mean, there's the the thing is that the horror genre has become so splintered. So there's definitely sort of mainstream ones that go for the jump scares, but there's plenty of sort of intellectual, really uh, mind fuck horror out there as well now. Yeah, it's just not as popular as the the gore porn that's going on. Yeah, you right got now. you got to go looking yeah. for it. Yeah, but I mean, I wonder how much of that, like, how much of this cultural shift sort of informed the 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 sort of element of scariness or not scariness uh, that you, you guys are sort of talking about in this new one. Yeah, mm. it may just be that, you know, they, they figured, well, there's not much point in us going for, you know, scares because it takes a lot to scare kids today or to scare people today kind of thing. So This one seems super family-friendly, though. Like, super family-friendly. Like, they're hitting I mean, that I feel like I feel like a lot of it was, you know, with, with the girl power element and stuff like that, they were definitely trying to skew to maybe a younger audience than the originals did. Well, well, that, well that was the good thing about... Well, it had a much, it had a much lighter yeah. tone overall, I felt like, than the original. Like, the original movie's got a pretty, like, grounded... Not, I want to say gritty, but it is kind of gritty. Like, it's got that 80s... Yeah, the realistic, kind of, yeah. downtrodden feel to it. It's yeah, 80s yeah, yeah. Times Square versus... Yeah, whereas versus, this new one... Uh, I, Times Square. I wouldn't necessarily know they were in New York unless they kept fucking saying that they really? were in New York in this one. Was it more of a gentrified New York? Like New York? Sorry. I felt like New York was, uh, that was one of the things that I really liked about it in comparison to the original was that the city is, is a character in the new movie just as much as it was in the originals. Yeah, like like New York, eighty like the 80s New York was a gritty place and now it's yeah. really cleaned now up. So now it's, like now Giuliani it's killed all I the homeless people and you know. <laughs> All but that. they still talked a lot about the history of the city and that sort of thing. I mean, that was basically Patty's whole role in the movie. I like that Jones she character. had that, uh, that, that. Yeah, that historical of... knowledge I, I felt was really good and uh, really helped to make it sort of a, sit, a movie that was about New York uh, as much as it was about ghosts. And as, as clean as New York is now, their subway system is not as clean as that movie yeah. um, <laughs> displayed it. Depen- like, not depends at all. on the station, <laughs> Sorry. <I guess. laughs> But although they do say the pee joke, which was, you know, funny. Yes. <laughs> and well, one thing I will sort of just bring up, um, just because uh, I was reading about it last night in sort of relation to, you know, to- uh, toning it down for kids. Apparently with the first one, they weren't really expecting that to be a movie that kids would want to see. Um, they thought, saw it more as an adult movie. Than, yeah, um, I could see that. Because, like, I mean, you know, they're smoking, they're swearing, and some, you know, just being horrible adults. Um, and apparently they even, like, for the second one, they said, okay, the kids loved this the first time. We need to make this more, so, you know, no more smoking on screen. No more, you know, they, 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 they uh, even back then they started paring it down a little. I think that was part of the reason why Bill Murray didn't want to, like, hated the second movie and didn't want to come back and ever do another one was because of the amount of executive meddling that happened on behalf of, like, make, making it a yeah. kid franchise. Um, yeah, and I think, yeah. Because it really, yeah. The original was not really like it's not really a, I mean it's a kid friendly concept, yeah. but it's not like a kid friendly yeah. movie. Yeah. Per they, se. I mean they've got, they've got jokes that... sucked by a ghost. See, as yeah. a kid, it, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't. Too, 
I didn't understand it as a kid. Yeah, I had no clue what the hell was going yeah, I didn't on. Get it so it didn't bother me as much. But the like but it's like ten years later you finally realize what yeah. when like what the joke is when she says I want yeah. you inside me. Yeah. Like when you're a kid you're like, Oh, because yeah. she's possessed. Duh, but then like twenty years later you're like but on the flip side of that, now there's, that's like, dirty. fucking sex jokes in cartoons. Yeah. Like, fucking... Yeah, you know, like that's sh- true. Shit like, what, Fairly Odd Shrek. Parents and, like, Spongebob and stuff like that has, like, all sorts of fucking little sexual innuendos in it. Yeah. My favorite joke from Ghostbusters 1 is still, where do these stairs go? They go up. Yeah. That joke kills me. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> Just Every speaking, time. speaking to the... the uh, speaking to the comedy that you you, know, you don't really get for a while, I, I read this um, thing the other day. It was a um, like a, a one act play thing where it's basically uh, the, the animators for Animaniacs pitching the idea of Animaniacs to executives and just sort of walking them through it. It was really well done, um, and there's so, like the, the the executives are saying, but so kids aren't. Kids aren't going to get the jokes. They're like, oh, they'll get some of the jokes, but you know, they're not going to get the majority of the jokes. But you know, twenty years down the line from now, when they see a classic movie like The Godfather, they're going to realize that they saw that first um, with you know the God Pigeon or whatever. Yeah. Just and suddenly yeah. The, the execs are like, ooh, I really like this idea, and that's very much what's been happening with cartoons. It's you know they're they're setting things up so um, you'll think back to them once you get to sort of the. They're spinning um, pop culture tropes, and yeah. I feel like I feel like parents are watching cartoons with their kids more now than they are yeah. than they were then. Like I, my parents did not watch the shows I was watching, and no. but I know parents that are no. watching cartoons with their, I don't know, preteens now. So I, I guess they, maybe, maybe that's just a change in how parenting is, right? Like maybe yeah, parents are watching cartoons with them now, so they have to well, add the jokes. Well, I, th- to I think I think it's half and half. It's changing parenting and changing cartoons. I mean, um, I don't have kids, and I still watch some of the cartoons. Uh, but yeah, you know, my dad. <laughs> Wait, I yeah, do. Have yeah, kids, but I. Yeah. <laughs> yes, don't forget that child you have. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't think any of us could really say our parents would have sat down to watch. Um, you know what was on when we were kids because it was geared solely for us. I, I I think my mom may have watched Ninja Turtles with me, but yeah. you know she was busy with three kids. I don't think she really sat down. I can't remember my parents watching cartoons with me. I remember my dad watching Star. Yeah, Trek I watched Star Trek with my dad too. That's um, yeah. But we also that was watched uh, MacGyver together. Uh, Quantum. I Leap. watched MacGyver with my dad. My dad loved uh, Ren and Stimpy, but he was pretty big on fart jokes. So. <laughs> <laughs> I could see the judge. That, that was when we were when we were older. Like we would watch stuff together, but that was like we started watching Buffy as a family. There was five. Yeah, of us we did that Buffy too. Yeah. Well, except for my dad. My dad didn't watch. Buffy. And then what else is? Uh, and then the then it got weird. We started watching The Sopranos mm, together. Mm, so mm. that was later. No. I could not watch Game of Thrones with my parents. I think that would be weird. I've watched Game of Thrones with my dad. It is weird. I've, I've, yeah, I have also watched Game of Thrones with my dad. Yeah. And he makes really inappropriate incest jokes during it. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, if there's ever an appropriate time to make an incest joke, it's in the show. It's fun for the whole family, guys. <laughs> no, dad, no! <laughs> 
Oh, no. <laughs> and then he throws a disturbing look over at the rest of his kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh. But hilarious. I could see your head yeah. for sure. Um, uh. were there, was there anything else we wanted to talk about in that movie? I'm, try- I'm trying to think. Like, I think the biggest, my biggest issue with uh, reboots right now is that none of them have been memorable. Ghost, Ghost, this one has been was well, fun, but but honestly, I don't think I remember it in a couple of weeks. Just like I, RoboCop I like, and Total Recall. I, I feel like a lot of it has to do with what I was sort of saying about these films being products of their um, products of their time, and they're just being certain elements that really sort of um, with the with a lot of originals. There are certain elements that just ground them. They are um, working off a blank sheet so they can do whatever they want. And then um, when the remake gets made, they feel like they need to sort of make throwbacks and sort of ground it in a reality that doesn't really um, do, do, doesn't really hold a place in um, our world today. And that's the, so they're going not for uh, like the sort of cultural groundings, but they're just playing off of old successes. Yeah, I see. I can see that for Ghostbusters, but like I saw RoboCop, and it's not good. If you haven't seen yeah. RoboCop, don't. Um, but they tried to make that more modern. Like they they were talking about how, um, like taking away identities and um, using drones and stuff. It was it, it was very much a product of now, like the the fear of uh, technology but, but, but and even, enforcement. But uh, uh, but but like it, not, it, not... It, but they were they were still if if they did if they took away the name RoboCop, maybe it would have been better, and it would. But like I don't know. No, that movie was pretty shit. Except for Michael, yeah, Michael Keaton, Keaton was so... really good in it. I forgot he was in that movie. Well, to be honest, yeah. but it, well, I'm not. It's the only thing I remember. Whenever anybody says RoboCop remake, the only thing I'm like, well, Michael Keaton's good in it, but the rest of it <laughs> yeah. fucking blue. So. Well, I'm not necessarily like uh, grounded in a front center sort of way where they're like actively dealing with current issues and trying to be political, but just when the uh, the the elements in the background are sort of grounding. Um, but then they can sort of move off in uh, in their own direction. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, if they were to do RoboCop addressing, um, uh, the, you know, uh, the elements with Black Lives Matter today and the anger of police, I feel like that would be going too far. But if, um, but if there like were some sort of element that just underlined rather than being front and center, I feel like those underlying yeah. sort of things that tie it to a culture are what's needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what they did with RoboCop is they tried to tie it with the Afghanistan war. Um, yeah. Because they were talking about... Well, it's all yeah, war the war on terror and shit, the, right? The, like, that's all Meg. it's going to be? Good night, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone says bye. Hi, Megan. Um, yeah, they, they tried to. I, I think it was... A lot of these reboots, they want it... Like, they, they have the idea, they get the rights, and they're like, we have to push this out as fast as we can. Like, if, if they took the time with the script, like, that whole idea of... Um, the war on terror, the war, um, the whole drone strikes and all of that. I think it would have been good for RoboCop if they took the time and then just you know spit it out. Like they had casting issues and they had script issues, but they needed to hit that date that they put out there. Yeah. When they said they had the rights for it, like if you look at yeah. Battlestar, Battlestar the remake, it's a product yeah. of that time and it's done really well. Yeah. For most, for yeah, the most part, except for the last season. Yeah. And so the um, last season, they're, yes. they're just trying to push it out. Um, I still like the last season. The last season was good until the halfway point. Af- anything after the halfway point sort of felt like they were trying to wrap up all this story that they were hoping for another I season. Can, 
<laughs> I can I, I do I do get that, but there were sort of I still have certain elements. Like I liked the the whole. Um, I, I like how uh, everything with Starbuck ended, and um, I will stand by that. But let's not go into that right now. Um, but you know, I get I get what you what you're saying with uh, with um, RoboCop. I just I I think that in a lot of cases, if you're gonna you don't necessarily need to do a reboot, but if you are going to do a reboot, um, make it a product of now. Rather than and take the time. Don't just yeah. spit it out. Um, yeah, that's that's what I generally like about sort of new takes on stuff is if they still get maybe the tone right, but they make it their own kind of thing. And I would See, say like, overall Ghostbusters hit the tone pretty well. I mean, it's not identical, but it's pretty damn close. It was a fun movie. I I, I will yeah. give it that. Like I, the cool thing about this movie is that I saw little girls that were super excited for this. Yeah, like, that's one like thing at the I theater. Definitely, like, that was that was a cool thing. Like, and that's I mean yeah. I have yet to see a review, um, whether it's like a formal review or uh, just somebody on Facebook saying it's good from a female that was not just wholly positive. And so. I, I maybe have a, having I have four a fucking guys movie. cover this movie is not the best thing to do, but it's all that we got is four Where's dicks. Where's Christy our, and her boobs? Our, our, yeah, our vagina is uh, Oh, yeah, is we're, on Tim, weren't you supposed to, to, weren't you supposed yeah. to be yeah. a... Yeah, Tim, well, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't go to the high voice and pretend you were Christy. How's that? But I think the cool thing was that it wasn't just little girls that were excited for it. It was also little boys. Like They didn't care that it was all girls. Yeah. Like that, like yeah. I'm, yeah. Fine, I'm fine with Which that. Which is how it fucking should be. See, the, but that, my, like my original argument, I'm not sure if we said it, I've said it on the first episode or not. But like, then why have all girls? It like, would have been nice to have, have a mixed team. team. I still don't see any Asians in this. They they were in a Chinese restaurant. There were no Asian people. <laughs> like <laughs> that's tr- holy shit! No I didn't East, even realize no that. East Asian. Did, did, at, oh. did, the delivery yeah. guy was Middle Eastern. Did, did they? Ha- did they I have any Hasidic fuck. Jews show up in the in the Indian re- uh, Chinese no, restaurant? Not that I recall. No, no. They, they they didn't ever show the actual restaurant. They were on the upper floors of the restaurant. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's true. But the delivery guy was not Asian, so yeah. See? What the fuck? <laughs> that's blowing my mind now. Well, depending on where, that's depending on where in the Middle East now. he's from, I mean, I guess that does sort of count as a as an Asian. Yeah, it's conch, the right continent. You know. No, that's why it's I said East right Asian. <laughs> okay. Um, but, Easy yeah. there. I don't know. I, I would have liked the mixed team. I thought it would have it fit this this day and age better. Like if, like, But yeah. I, I don't know. It, there, there are people saying that if there's a mixed team, then there has to be a romance. But this movie had no romance at all, which was nice. Which, yeah, it was although, good. Although I mean, Kristen Wiig was little... still trying to get into... Thor's pants, but who wouldn't? Yeah, but that was more it's of a Thor. joke than it was. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, you can't really yeah. you can't really blame her he for is. that. He's a good looking oh. man. Yeah. He fathered Captain I think we Kirk. We would all want to get into Thor's pants. Play with Thor's hammer. <laughs> <laughs> you want to handle Mjolnir? Is that what you're trying to say, this I, 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 I keep Mjolnir yeah, around is. my neck at all times. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I. I don't know. My biggest takeaway, like. At the end of it, like I was talking about it with some people at work today, and who are who are younger, like millennials, kids, like in their early twenties, who have not what? seen the original one, and they were asking me if the well, don't I don't what know are, what have they been. Doing I don't know how people raise their fucking. Yeah. I don't know how people raise their fucking kids today, but that's a totally different topic. They don't show them Ghostbusters. They don't know who Guns N' Roses are. I don't know what's happening. That means um, they haven't seen Terminator Two. 
Probably not. Um, but they, I, if I was going to recommend which one to see, I'm probably not recommending the new one. I'm going to recommend they go see the Bubba. I still think, I, I still think the old one is on better. It? I think this one's fine for this era. Oh, but yeah. This one had that issue where they were definitely building towards a sequel. For sure. Yeah. Um, this is definitely one of those movies. Or, or at least, or at least to that post-credit scene, because pretty much everything that like happened in the first yeah. movie that was interesting in like a nerdy way to me happens mm-hmm. in the yeah. post-credit scene. Okay. Uh, so. For Stu and for those who haven't seen the movie, at the end of I think I talked about this in Goat. In a no, I, I may have talked about this in another podcast. But anyway, um, at the end they have this. Eric's our resident podcast yeah. whore. He's on. I am on two, now? two, or two three? that are out right now. <laughs> there you um, go. The um, at the end they're they're listening to this tape that if you listen to the frequencies you can hear uh, ghosts and stuff. Um, what's her name? Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones. What's her character? Patty. 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 She she looks at the at McCartney or whatever her name is. Uh, McCarthy. McCarthy. <laughs> not not the Beatle. And is like, who's Zool? And then, and then Jordan. And then George and Ringo. Yeah, so they they they're they're popping in Zool for the next movie, which you know, neat. I guess if you're gonna build up to it, like if you're gonna do it Marvel style, you build up yeah. to Thanos. So build up to Gozer this time, as opposed to just like blowing your wad with Gozer and having Vigo in the fucking <laughs> sequel. Like, well, yeah, I don't know. I I was and hoping that, was one thing I that liked, they would it... just go elsewhere now, but I don't yeah. know. I mean, I like that they didn't fall back on that in the first movie or in in this movie was that they weren't just rehashing the same villain. Yeah, yeah. Although this felt like, you know, when they were That's talking true. about the history of that building and they had that guy who was who that was felt built. a little similar. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what this was. I think this was like pulling that guy way into the present because yeah. that had happened on that site many, many moons ago. Sorry, yeah. Stu, you were saying something. Well, that was that was the whole point. No, mine still says recording in progress. Recording in progress, right? Yeah. Oh, mine still. Oh no, no, we lost Stu. (laughs) Did you just reload the page or something, Stu? This works. Yeah, it still Uh, says recording in progress under your name. So. No, I don't. I don't even have Stu in here. Oh no, there you are. He just came back. You're back. He's back now. Okay. All right. Uh, Okay. Sorry about that. Um, Does and the lines are showing on mine? Yeah. Yeah. This will be fascinating okay, cool. for the we'll 35 subscribers. Yeah, this will be awesome for the listener. 35? Yeah, yeah 35. Yeah, sorry, listeners. That's Behind okay. the curtains. Um, yeah. Um, sorry, I didn't I did, break there was, I, I'm trying to think. I, the only thing that really stuck out to me in the movie, they, they did a similar thing with the ley line scene as they do with the girder scene. Like the jail scene in Ghostbusters, like the yeah. 84 movie. That ley line scene, I was like, well, that's... I mean, to be fair, they looked at a lot of scenes pretty much like and moved them over. But that was the only scene where I was like, oh, this feels like a Ghostbusters movie to me now. I think that was like my big thing. Cause it didn't overly feel like a Ghostbusters movie. A lot like... Yeah, I like that they sort of tie the history of the city and stuff like that into the uh, the supernatural aspects of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is something that, yeah, that I think Mark is saying that they did in the original as well. In yeah. yeah, yeah. I like the idea. If this is a parallel universe, I like. I think that's going to be neat. 
And I hope they yeah, do tie into really that cool. in the next um, movie, eventual movie. This movie's doing well in theaters, so there's definitely going to be a sequel. Is it? I, I heard it was $40 million over the weekend. And That's because not, The Secret Life well, of Pets but... was out. Um, and that movie, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's an that? animated movie. Yeah, so all the kids went so, to that, yeah. which uh, killed. Um, yeah. but, um, like it's tracking well, like well, it's, it's, it's still, it, it, it's still going up instead of like, it, it, I'm going to be curious to see how this weekend does. Like that's where you're going to run yeah. into like, so far mid, we'll determine this weekend. Yeah. So far midweek, it's, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not, um, tracking like Batman V Superman. It's. Yeah, so it's probably going to be fine, right? There won't be, like, a 70% drop. Yeah. Here's hoping. Yeah. All I know is that it did better than Ice Age over the weekend, which... I didn't even know there was another I'm new one. surprised by. Yeah, it's, like, Ice Age 18 or something like that. <laughs> How long <laughs> is this Ice Age? <laughs> no, no, I don't know. I... I, I don't I don't know if it's actually... It's probably not Ice Age 18, but there have been a lot of Ice I Age do. movies. It's longer than the actual Ice Age, like the. Well, sure. Let's let's go with yes it, on that. But I'm I, shaking I, I'm my pretty head sure now. in the last Ice <laughs> Age, didn't they have humans like already out and about, and doing stuff? Eric, you're Canadian. You say a boot. Oh, sorry. Isn't a boat? I don't know. Okay, that's stupid. I don't even know what other. You know. <laughs> cool story, bro. I just lost it there. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Ice Age. Well, did you hear they're they're speaking of reboots? They're rebooting Shrek. Really? I, Already? Yeah. Look well, at all the fucks I give. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, like they rebooted Spider Man in fifteen seconds, so I guess I really shouldn't be like super surprised. But but like, that that reboot was to build it into. Who's gonna be the voice of fucking? Sh- who's gonna be the voice I, of Shrek? Like. I, I, I just find that odd. Wasn't the franchise? Wasn't isn't Shrek Fast still? Fender. Yeah, that is weird. I thought they were still doing shit with him. Didn't he have like a Christmas movie it's, like last year or something? Probably, probably. I don't know. It's animated. Like, why would you? Why do you have to Make reboot it? it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dark apocalyptic Shrek. Shrek's yeah. been Shrek's been dining on the heads of little Shrek o cop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Go go Shreko Rangers. Shrek's a fucking meth addict <laughs> this time. His teeth like... are already falling out. So. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you really look like an onion. <laughs> or a parfait. Uh. Odd, odd thing about onions. You know that uh, Slimer was originally called yeah. Onion Head. Onion Head. You want to yeah. hear something weird, Stu? There's a female Slimer <laughs> shut, in the new uh, <laughs> Ghostbusters. What? Why? It, yeah, that was know. weird. It was. I it was, did... it was weird. That that was weird. So what are they? What are they? I mean, Slimer is sort of a like the ER is like a, a male, a male way to end in sort of like, like Slime S. Slime 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 I don't maybe? know. Slimelina. That yeah. ending. Mrs. Slime. That ending with the fucking vortex and the jumping through. I don't know. Yeah, that was kind of weak. That was yeah. Well. Let's, wasn't super happy know, with the whole ending of that. The, the whole thing, vortex right? thing did lead like, up to the awesome sandwich thing that Thor did. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked the sort of ass kicking, like uh, particularly like uh, Kate McKinnon, like just basically 
beating the shit out of a bunch of ghosts, but then like the sort of let's all come together and finish this kind of thing part of the ending was was pretty weak. They had a weird and the, the thing with that too is like the they they narratively lead you through the to the end in the original Ghostbusters where like they tell you you can't yeah. cross the streams in that first yeah. run and then like well that's obviously going to come back and play. They don't do anything like that in this. Yeah, like, there wasn't much in the way of foreshadowing of the end. Yeah, there was nothing like that where like oh there's a through line here where like oh we ha- we need we need some way to like fuck things up yeah. really badly and it's like they introduce the nuke thing on the car 15 seconds before they use it to blow up. Yeah, it like they should have they should have so introduced the when uh uh not Vankman, what's her name? Kate McKinnon, Holtzman when Holtz. when she changed yeah. the car. When she's doing the when she's yeah. doing the tech run or through? when she first you know, Yeah, that's that's kind of just sloppy writing, I think. Yeah. Well, that no, that script I was not. That script, the script was, not was sort the best. of weak, but like the the thing that made it for me, like that made me enjoy it, was the fact that I think the four leads were having fun the whole time. Like it, they, yeah, it was the, fun. There was definitely good chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. Except for, which if they are going to turn into a franchise, I hope they take the time to get somebody who knows how to write. It's going to be Paul Fig again, man. Involved. Paul Fig's the the. Is pushing this well, through. Paul Feig and uh, it was the there's same a movie. woman writer as well. That his his writing partner. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's his writing partner whose no, name I, I cannot can't. recall right now. I'm. I'm. But I am yeah. sitting in front of a. Google I don't know. Machine, I. So. I hope they go into the franchise idea that uh, Ackroyd tried to pull in for Ghostbusters three. Um, I thought that was. Yeah, neat. I think that would be cool. Um, Especially now that they're Katie yeah, Dippold. Dippold. Yeah, I think I think that there there's definitely room there. Um, in terms of, especially now that they're being like funded by the city, kind of thing that they could open up a bunch yeah, of. Offices I think it's the government something. that's funding them now. Well, either way, which, yeah. Which was actually a plot from the video game that they took from the video game, because by the time you get to the game, they're being funded by the city yeah. for ghost removal. Like everything gets I, covered by the city, so I, it is. I think like, it was a federal funding. And I think I, I think I mentioned it in the chat, like the the plot of having the like that's they stole that from a comic too. So like, it was better in the comic. Because it was actually somebody Ray had worked with, I think, in the book. Just out of before. curiosity, how do you think the American public would react to being uh, to, to, to ghost busting sort of being a, a tax um, tax based <laughs> um, program? Well, I feel like they would lose their well, shit. Was, wasn't that, that the original idea? Like, the fucking roof. When, so, sorry. Wasn't wasn't that uh, Ackroyd's original idea? Like, it was a government funded, like, like ghost removal system like sort of like the garbage men are the i think they were, i think there were supposed to be like a number of different franchises it was more like an extermination mm-hmm. service and there was a number of different like competing ghostbuster franchises yeah. in the original mm-hmm. like write-up that for it cool. and i'd watch that movie would they get in fights <laughs> like the like the firefighters and gangs of <laughs> that would make things well, amazing <laughs> And awesome. the Ghostbusters would win because no, they have proton. We're here to fight the ghosts, <laughs> as opposed to wands. Mm. You guys, did you know? Yep. Like in the original script, um, that like it was just going to be they're using wands instead of proton yep. packs. Yep, I did know that. Yeah, it was a, it was a weird. The original script, I'd like, I'd love to get my hands on it and see, like, just how because they apparently Ivan Reitman. Uh, 
they talk about it in the commentary on the Blu-ray, like, Ivan Reitman, like, really gutted the script um, to make it, well, first of all, producible, because apparently... Yeah, it was set in the future. They'd wanted, yeah, and it was also, I think, when he priced it out, like, in his head, it was something like a $300 million movie in yeah. 1984, which yeah. is astonishing. Um, so I, I don't I remember what the budget for the original one is. I, I want to see something like $80 million after overruns it's or something like that. E- easier to do. Hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. And right. anything else we want to talk about for this? This gem. Uh, thirty million dollars. Are there thirty million? Are, are there yes. any other like reboots that are happening soon? Well. Well, we're we're going into the uh, Power third Star Rangers, Trek Rangers, yeah. reboot re- sequel. Cat, yeah, Captain Power, Power but nobody cares. Captain Power, I care. <laughs> I have no idea only what that fucking is. one. It, it was. I guess it was a show. joint Canadian and American production, and there were yep. these little flashing spots on your TV, and you could get yes. these like guns from the fucking toy store. They weren't guns. That, that were they were ships. <laughs> they were uh, ships. Yeah, and, and <laughs> you could ships. shoot at the screen, and if you like shot at the flashy parts, then the your ship would like light up and stuff. It's like the fucking stupidest version of laser tag ever. But there were different colored. Uh, things to shoot at so when you had the bad guy ship you had to shoot certain ones and then you had the good guy ship you could shoot certain ones i know because i had both of them (laughs) yeah so 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 it's an interactive game that gets kids to actually be involved somehow interactive tv show another like pokemon go (laughs) yeah Yeah, but like Pokemon Wait, Go, fuck. but more extreme. Were, were the servers down today for Pokemon Go? Yeah, but just, just with just uh, they with, were, just they came, without the uh, without the vehicular yeah, manslaughter. They came back up about an hour before we were uh, we started recording. Son of a and bitch! And I've definitely Tim, Tim was catching I've definitely Pokemon. Been playing during uh, our recording, but now I'm out of fucking Pokeballs. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, I I played for a few days, then I sort of took a look at my, like how it was affecting my data. And said nope. <laughs> really? Because it was, I was playing way too much. What level are you at now? I was like no, this is. Oh, I, I've I've stopped playing now. But I mean, I I got up to like level ten in just like two days or something like that. That's a lot. Um, and most of that was not catch. Yeah, yeah. So I was just you know what? No, this is gonna ruin my data plan. So um, I'm gonna put this down and just enjoy walking. For other reasons, I suppose. I started playing on Saturday, and I'm uh, like level 13. And um, I was telling Mark before we started recording that I've been doing like running and stuff like that, just try to shed some weight. And there's a cemetery near our place that's like old and has a lot of old like monuments and mausoleums ghosts. and ghosts, probably. But uh, it has all kinds of Pokestops and uh, stuff. So there are people. <laughs> yeah. There are people just like hanging out there, you know, till like the middle of the night and basically until they close well i uh and playing so i got pretty fun i got caught in a thunderstorm and uh sort of you know went to just uh ducked in under a bus station um sort of uh, shelter and there were you know just me and three other guys there just playing pokemon go and discussing strategies and i was like this is interesting just from a cultural sort of just getting people out on the street and talking to each other um, and getting hit by cars. <laughs> and getting we weren't getting hit by cars. We were if if we had been hit by a car, that would have been a car hitting the bus station. <laughs> Did you shelter. see the guy who that would have that would have been there? See fault. the guy who was driving and playing Pokemon Go and ran into a cop car. Jesus! Yep. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, 
There's never a, underestimate the stupidity of people. people yeah, are dumb. there are def. I mean, there are there are downsides to this game, but at the other hand, there are upsides to this game. I, like when I see people, um, sort of, uh, I've seen the reaction online and people sort of complaining about kids, you know, outside playing on their games still and not enjoying the majesty that is the outdoors. It's like, yeah, oh, come get off, on, get off my porch. They, yeah, but these, like. These kids don't care about the majesty of the outdoors, and they are never going to. Um, I'm the same. They they are kind of enjoying the majesty of the outdoors just through their phone screen, right? Yeah, like they're still looking at it. They're doing it the same way as the fucking people who went and saw Guns N' Roses and didn't actually look at the stage the whole fucking night because they had their goddamn camera up. I mean, yeah, different different generations enjoy things different ways, and we just kind of have to. Yeah, deal with that, and I mean, it doesn't really affect your enjoyment of it, so who cares? Yeah, yeah. Silver lining is kids are getting exercise, which is a like what um what what team are you guys on? Blue, yellow? They look like they're having fun. Team Mystic, which is blue. Uh, For the two days I was playing, I was Team Red. I went blue as well. Uh, Valor. I don't know what you guys are fucking talking about. (laughs) Pokemon. Um. The um yeah, did you see that? I feel like I miss Pokemon. I never, I just, I never, I never played one yeah. of the games before. This is the first so. one I've ever really played. Well, it, do it. We 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 were um we were a bit old when Pokemon came out. We were what seventeen or sixteen? Yeah, came, came out you like the we were in high school. Yeah, I was prime. My brother was tar- like, I was prime target demographic for them. Well, what what year are you born, Stu? Eighty seven. Oh, okay, so you're like, well, actually, you're two years younger than my brother. Paul is like right yeah, Megan it, was uh, so. yeah. two years uh, older than you, or two. Yeah, 85? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so she's the same age as Paul. And, like, he was like, fucking, he had two Game Boys and all three of the original games just trading to himself. I was like, I, okay. So cool, he was good. 10, 11. <laughs> that was Pog days for us. Yeah. Yeah. I never did oh, Pogs I fucking either. loved Pogs. I loved Pogs so much. I. I have I've so still, many. I've still got a really? on the tail See, I've still got a set of the by original. By the time I got somewhere. to like, yeah. by the time I got to like ten or eleven, I like I discovered like music and records, and that that was all I spent my money on for most of my teens and early twenties until I, Napster happened, and I realized I wasted fucking fifty thousand dollars on CDs and concert, <laughs> well, not concert tickets. I'll never say I wasted money on concert tickets. But, like, the CDs now, I'm like, well, those are in crates in my parents' basement. Yeah. And they're all yep. ripped on a hard drive I have drive the same here. issue. So, the fuck? Except those, <laughs> those, those crates are in my basement right behind me. <laughs> yeah, but you, that's because your parents sold your childhood home, man. We went by it the other day. It was weird. The grass was all brown. But I assume that's just everywhere. Um, well, everybody's grass but is all the, brown But even right all now, the flowers are dead. Kind of dry. You know how we always had flowers out front? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would be weird driving by that house and realizing yeah. your parents aren't in there. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> They're happy in their new house. Good times. There is a series. Oh, right. right. <laughs> I, 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 I'm wondering if we should make. If we I, should I think that's a that. good no, sign. As, as Eric sings do we, us do we out. have anything that we want to throw to our. I don't know. We have some Twitter people that. Talk to us. But we have accounts. We can yeah, po- so you can follow too, us on so Twitter at yes. DRD underscore podcast. Um, yep. Next. Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash dance robot dance podcast. Or 
And then uh, we have an email. Email. I, I don't have it up in front of me, but uh, is it dance for? I think it's dance robot dance podcast. That is it. That is the thing. Yeah. Give us a subscribe on iTunes yeah. or Stitcher, or you can just yes. listen to us on Shout to. Engine. But it's better to just subscribe because then you could you know give us stars or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, five-star reviews. Tell, tell us what you think, or just tell us what you think. You, we want you to tell us what you think. Tell uh, us what you think so that we can ignore you. <laughs> and that keep too. doing whatever we that want. That, too. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe Christy will be back next week. Who knows? <laughs> then we can talk about something that doesn't involve abound. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> yes. In a couple of weeks, we're going to actually uh, do that. Uh, I think we're going to try and do that. Uh, Batman v Superman. Oh, Batman how are you guys uh, feeling about the nice. second week of August? I think that's what you guys said was better. Uh, well, we can talk about this better? offline, but I might nope. actually be able to join you guys yeah. in person like the third weekend in August. Uh, the 20th and 21st mm-hmm. of August. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. That's we sexy. <laughs> we may I have like to it. hold off till then. All right. Well, <laughs> cool. Stu, sign us... We have to do. We have to do. We have to do an episode. Well, no. while he's well in we're town, doing. We're doing episodes every week, so room. we'll definitely get him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In theory, cool. that's we'll, awesome. We'll be. We'll be back. We'll be. <laughs> Even if you don't want us to be like back, really we'll be back. We should get like really <laughs> shit faced. So, yeah, so, so, so for now, so uh, for now, this is this has been Dance Robot Dance. Uh, I was you were. <laughs> I'm, I was. I stew. still am Tim. I was. Who are you now then? Next Can I week. be Stu now? Yes, he's done, he's you done will be it. Stu from now on. I'm fucking Stu now. <laughs> I will be. I will be Eric this week. Maybe I'll be. Um, I'll be Christy next week. I am Tim okay. now. Okay. And so you're going for that operation? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Always, forever, everywhere. Jesus, that I was will be with you. Fucking terrifying. <laughs> that reminds me of those fucking uh, much music. Sing us one all. of those much music video dance parties we had Savage in high school. Game. Oh yeah. Oh, Mark, I know you Jesus. knew that pain. Uh, did you ever go to them? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's no. fair. <laughs> uh, I kept on. I I was trying to, nope. you know, touch girly parts at those. I I don't think I I dated one girl we went to high school with. Everybody that I dated in like high school age was mm. from the theater. By yeah, then. I so. I had a weird I had a weird relationship with one of our friends' friends. Um, and she, she, we used to always hang out at these dance, dances, and I don't know. I'm talking, about, talking uh, about Katie. I don't remember her last name. Uh, she was friends with uh, Steph. I... Yances? Oh, okay. She went yeah, to yeah, Holy yeah. Cross. We had a weird relationship. Right. Yes, I, remember, I know. I know exactly. <laughs> yeah. And now she's married. That's she has a kid. Did I, did I, did I... Well, that's fine. Did I ever tell you guys? We about... are. We Sorry? are in our thirties now. Mm. That should be expected. Did I ever tell you about the, the sort of weird moment I had at a, one of the school dances where a um, girl comes up to me who I really liked? Oh, um, I know the story. Asks me <laughs> if I wanted. Yeah, she asks me if I want to dance, and I totally misheard. I thought she was saying, "Hey, where's Sean? Who is one? You know, my best friend." I'm just like, "Yeah, he's over there." Just sort of start pointing <laughs> off to, like to the other side of the gym. No way! Like, no, you want to dance? No, he's over there. He's over there. <laughs> Eventually, I figured out what and she was, was already saying, gone, wasn't but she? It was just a very no, no. She I, the moment has passed, eh, Stu? That's it, too bad, buddy. But, I'm sorry. Uh, yep. No, I, it was one of the 
one of the fun and I bump into her every once and out once and again when I go back to Perry Sound it's just like oh, I remember that time when you asked if I wanted to dance and I said no my best friend's over there and then um, she reminds <laughs> you you have a restraining order and that yeah. you have to be with it outside of 500 uh, yards from her at all times exactly and then, exactly the they, cops show they, up and it's it's fun <laughs> she times she gets ugly she and this is the part when fun Christy times, would tell guys. us about the finger banging of uh was what was his name? Uh, <laughs> what we, we were talking finger about banging. it in the first episode with Wolverine finger banging. Anyway, right. um, we, oh, we should, we should sign off. Bye. <laughs> I just like saying finger banging. I thought we signed off. Okay, bye, bye. folks. Bye. Later.